how we deal with adversity, how we deal with change, and how we stay grounded and centered throughout that really makes us who we are, and it really sets us up for the life we're going to live. And that's what this podcast is about. How can we stay centered? How can we stay grounded and in control during this time of revolution and of change? What up, what up, what up, people? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Max McCoy. I did not post a podcast last week to honor the black community and trying to silence my voice so that other voices could be amplified. And uh, I hope you guys are all doing okay with, you know, all the change that's happening. I think it's beautiful change. I think it's positive change. But I just hope you guys, your heads are okay and your hearts are all right. I know it's a lot to digest and handle. So I hope you guys are taking care of yourself. Uh, We'll get into that more. But before I get into that more, are you added to my newsletter? I am sending out weekly emails every Monday of all the resources and all the value I can think of to be sent directly to your inbox. If you want to learn with me more directly, that's the place to get more info from me. I would love to have you in my email newsletter family. Get added to it, baby. If you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome. My name is Max, like I said, and this podcast is all about me sharing and learning with you guys about you know, how can we be happiest, how can we be most fulfilled, and how can we be our most high-performing selves. If you are a returning listener, I appreciate you and I love you. Feel free to share the podcast with a friend, with your dog, with your grandma, with whoever you think might benefit from hearing this type of information. Uh, it really helps me out when you guys share the podcast, when you guys leave reviews, or when you post a screenshot to Instagram. That's my favorite. All right, let's get into this podcast. How can we stay centered and grounded during this ever-changing time? Let's talk about it. When I was young, my dad had this cheesy quote he would always tell me, and I would just roll my eyes, but I feel like now I'm starting to understand it. He said, change is the only constant. The only thing you can ever count on to be the same in your life is change. And though I kind of understood it and I got it, you know, it makes sense. 2020 really made me like, okay, I get that, dad. Like I understand change is inevitable. Change is always happening. If you look at things in nature, this kind of can hammer this point home even more. Nothing in change, uh, nothing, nothing in change, nothing in nature is stagnant. Change, uh, nature is always evolving and, and, and metamorphosizing from fall to spring to summer to winter. I didn't even say those in the right order, but (laughs) seasons change, things happen, things evolve, trees die, and then they come back to life. That is life. That is life on earth. And 2020 has been the motherfucking reminder that (laughs) this is how life goes from, you know, people passing way too soon to uh, the coronavirus pandemic to now the civil rights movement. Things are happening. Things are changing. And I think for the better. With this pop, with this change, um, and I do want to say like things feel really gnarly and bad sometimes, and sometimes, oftentimes, negative things are the best things that could have ever happened to us. Things we deem as uncomfortable and things that force us to change the way we are living, oftentimes are the things we look back on on the most important and powerful things. Think back to your life, one of the hardest things you've ever been through. Maybe it's one of the things that you look back on now and say, though it was hard and though I hated it at the time, it's one of the best things that have ever happened to me. I think back to when I was playing college basketball. I was a freshman. I just got to this school and I was really excited and I was starting, which was a big deal for me. And I broke my ankle one of the first games of the season. It was like a preseason game. I broke my ankle and 
I was out for a year and I, I was like, this is the worst thing that could have happened to me. I'm a freshman in college. I was just starting. I was just getting going and I break my ankle. Like, this is terrible. Uh, and I look back and I say, that was one of the best things that could have happened to me because it took me away from the sport for the first time in maybe my life to reflect and to look at other areas of my life and to maybe entertain other interests. And so with this negative, uncomfortable, tragic thing that happened to me, I look back and I say, that was one of the best turning points of my life because it, I left that school, I started investing in other interests and I really changed as a person for the better. And so while the coronavirus is obviously bad, um, and the pandemic and the quarantine is bad. I think in the whole macro, we'll look back and say, you know, that was pretty powerful and important for us as a society to go through something like that. How many people that you know are starting to reevaluate their lives? How many people for the first time are asking themselves, what is the normal I want to return back to? How many people that you know are starting to, to finally do the thing they love because they are forced to do so in this quickly changing climate? I mean, with the civil rights things that are going on right now, they started from things that were just horrible, horrible deaths, horrible crimes committed by police. And this is not the first time, but these horrible, horrific things are finally being exposed. And so while they make us feel negative feelings and uncomfortable at first, though it's ugly to look at by working through these terrible times, we are changing things for the better. With the coronavirus, we are being forced to shut down life. And yes, it's horrible because businesses are being affected. People are being affected. People are sick. I think, though, in the macro, we will look back and say, that was a really important time for people to reflect on what's important to them. With the civil rights, even more important. You know, We will look back, certainly, and say, that was the time where real change began to happen. People were so fed up, rightfully so. Like The system has been so corrupt towards the black community. But this is such a beautiful time because of the changes that are happening. And so change is only going to continue to happen. And so, yes, one point I want to make is view change, though negative and uncomfortable, try to view it in the way that you would view it in your own life. How many times have you been through something negative or uncomfortable that resulted in the growth of yourself? You look back and you are grateful for that. So on one side of the coin, I'm reflecting on change is positive. It's uncomfortable. There's growing pains. Growth hurts, but it's for the better. And then the second thing I want to mention is, you know, I started this off by talking about the quote from my dad that said, change is the only constant. Change is the only variable that will persevere. It is, it is of nature. We are of nature. We live in nature. We're change as a part of nature. So how can we, knowing that change is only going to continue, Maybe we're breaking that illusion that we held on to for way too long, that things will be the same. We can expect what is coming. To be honest, that's bullshit. You have no idea what's coming. Like, you, There's no way you could have predicted what's going on in 2020. And I promise you, for the next five years, there's going to be more shit like this. And there, there's nothing we can expect. With that being said, what, what do we do on a day-to-day -day basis to take care of ourselves? What do we do on a day-to-day -day basis to center, to ground ourselves? What is our daily practice? How do we make sure that we are the best versions of ourselves despite an ever-changing landscape so that the action we take, the changes that we make in our lives and in society come from the right place? The people that are getting tossed around by change that are so emotional, that are all over the place, aren't the ones that are going to make the biggest impact in the world because they're not doing so from a centered and grounded place. And so what do we do to get centered? What do we do to get grounded? 
that is like the major theme of this podcast episode and what I feel called to share because I was a part of this. I was like acting emotionally and, and responding and reacting to everything that was going on. And I realized like I wasn't doing anything powerful with myself. I wasn't helping myself. I wasn't helping others. I wasn't doing anything positive by just being in this reactionary mode, by going inward, by centering ourselves in whatever way we know how. We are not acting out of a reaction state. We are acting out of an action state. So instead of being on the defense all the time, we want to find practices and habits that we can do that center ourselves so that we can act on the offensive. Despite the change, despite the uncertainty, how can we be on the offensive in life? One of my favorite quotes is from Sun Tzu, uh, and this is in The Art of War. He says, it is the unemotional, the reserved, calm, and detached warrior who wins not the hothead seeking vengeance, and not the ambitious seeker of fortune. How many of us can resonate with sometimes being that hothead that just wants to act and smash and do, but you realize you're actually not helping anything, you're not helping yourself or your community or the people around you? How can we be more so of what Sun Tzu calls the unemotional, the reserved, the calm, and the detached warrior because that warrior almost always has right action. They do the right thing. They do so the right way. They do so with poise. And anything that we do with it, poise and a calm, grounded energy carries so much more weight. So I want to invite you guys to join me now uh, as we kind of reflect on what is a daily practice of mine. What do I do every day that makes me me? Aristotle says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. So what is your daily act of excellence? What is your way to kind of connect back to that at least? What we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. Think of a bucket and you can drop a pebble in that bucket every single day. That's like your daily practice. And though you might not notice pebbles you know, adding up day in, day out, you may not think your daily practice is doing anything. After a year of dropping a pebble in that bucket, you will eventually see that that bucket is hard to pick up keep dropping pebbles in that bucket after five years, you will, no one will be able to pick up that bucket that is so grounded and so heavy and so strong. And that is the power of a daily practice is that these daily small droppings of a pebble in a bucket, these small daily practices don't change our life overnight, not even in a week, but with the builded added time, we become these grounded, centered and strong and powerful beings because of them. It is what we do every single day that matters not what we do once in a while. And in these trying times, in this changing landscape, it is so important more than ever, I'm going to keep saying this point, that you are a grounded, centered, and calm version of yourself. So how do we become a centered, grounded version of ourselves? How do we develop a practice that helps us do that? That's what I want to transition into is how do we develop a practice? So you know, staying with that idea that what we do repeatedly is what we are. If we drop a pebble in this bucket, you know, after years, this thing will truly be a substantial part of who we are. So all you have to do really is ask yourself, what is one thing that if I did this every single day, my life would be better? If I did this every single day, my life would be better. Identify one thing. For me, it's meditation. Meditation is my non-negotiable. I chose meditation because, you know, after experimenting with it and doing it, I realized by simply taking 10 to 20 minutes to sit with myself, I'm calming myself, I'm working on a tendency of mine, which is to be anxious. I am helping my body recover. I'm shifting into a parasympathetic state. Uh, I am 
my relationships feel more fulfilling. I feel happier. I feel more focused. I feel like I'm performing better in the ways in which I'm trying to perform better. So meditation was one of those things that, you know, this is a daily practice that it, it affected so many aspects of my life simply because I made it a disciplined practice that no matter what, this is what I do to take care of me. And by taking care of me, it, it ripple effect into so many aspects of my life. So ask yourself, it might not be meditation for you. It might be journaling. It might be prayer. It might be going on a quick run. It might be painting or writing or I don't know what it is for you. But ask yourself. If you ask yourself this question, I, I almost guarantee you'll feel an answer come up pretty quickly. And maybe your gut instinct is the one you should listen to. It is, what is the one thing that if I did this every single day, my life would be better? And then just pick something. Pick something that you're compelled to stick with for the long term. You know, this isn't just a one week or one month thing. Try to think long term. What would really make my life better for the long term? Um, and then you commit to this thing and you do this thing no matter what. It's not a if I feel like it thing. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like <laughs> going to the bathroom. You don't skip a day with those things. Hopefully not. Um, this habit is going to be a part of your identity. Shift into that just knowing this is a part of you. Um, decide on a time of day that you can do this practice to kind of remove any friction. Maybe you do it first thing in the morning. Maybe you do it right before bed. I think those two times are really easy because it's before the, the chaos of the day begins. Um, and just commit. You know, the first two weeks of any new habit or practice can be a difficult part to keep it consistent because it's a brand new part of your routine. Um, so if you're one of those people that have trouble adding a new habit to your life, Perhaps find a, an accountability buddy. This is a fun way I like to do things like find a friend and tell them, hey, I want to really start this new habit. Um, for two weeks, ask them to hold you accountable. For two weeks, after you do the habit, whatever it is for you, whatever your daily practice is, send them a text and say, done. And if you don't text them, tell them, say, hey, if I don't text you every day and tell you done, like get on me and let me know and maybe even set up some stakes so that like you're more compelled not to screw it up. So with a buddy, I'll be like, Hey, if I need to add this new habit to my life, I want you to hold me accountable. I'm going to text you done every day. If I do it after I do it. And if I don't, I will buy you dinner. I, or I'll pay you 50 bucks, something that <laughs> makes you uncomfortable that if you lost this, you would be annoyed to have to buy this person dinner or you'd be annoyed to have to give them money. And that's a really like fun and silly way to one, make it challenging and maybe get yourself competitive with yourself and be like, I'm not giving this this friend of mine free money. Uh, and it's also just a really good way to instill a habit into your life because two weeks is a really solid amount of time to, to get used to something. So I really encourage you to, if you have a practice, a daily habit that you do, really hammer home that like and make sure that it's still a part of your life right now with the constant change that's happening all we can do first and foremost is take care of ourselves, center ourselves, be the best versions of ourselves that we can be so that any action or change that we want to make for ourselves or for the society that is changing with us, um, that it comes from the right place. So really hammer home your practice. If you don't have a practice, get very clear on what is going to make your life better and become like a warrior, uh, a calm, steady, poised warrior that no matter what, you're sharpening that sword every day. You are tending to that every single day. If we don't tend to our garden, weeds will grow. And 
that is like, you know, just one more metaphor for you guys. Like if the, the garden of your mind, if we don't garden it every single day, if we don't pick out the weeds and take care of it, shit's going to go wild. And so I honor you guys and I encourage you guys to develop or take more serious your daily practice during this time and uh, to trust that by taking care of yourself, you and your actions and your movements throughout this world will have so much more weight and you will be a part of the positive change that is taking place rather than you know being a bystander or um, you, know, you don't want to be a part of the negative change. So that is my invitation to myself is through this craziness that's happening, Change is the only constant. My guidance and the wiser part of myself has been reminding me to hammer home my devotion to my daily practice so that I can show up in this world in truth and in love and in strength. Uh, And I think if you listen to this podcast, you might resonate with that. So let me know. Hit me up if you need help developing your practice. Um, Quick solo episode. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too long. I love you guys. And... uh, I appreciate you guys, and I'm really proud of everybody for getting through this time. However you're choosing to get through this, hope you're showing yourself love and compassion. These are unprecedented times. Hit me up on Instagram or email me. Uh, everything's included below if you want to chat, if you want to connect. Uh, get added to my email newsletter if you haven't already. I am sending uh, as much value and resources to you guys directly in your inbox every Monday. So get added there, and until next time, I love you guys. And uh, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. I got nothing else to say.